This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. This episode of the History of Bad Ideas is sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo. If you missed the Cincinnati Comic Expo in 2016, it will be returning to the Duke Energy Center in Cincinnati, Ohio in 2017, September 22nd through the 24th. Want to know what you missed out on? Go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page, and they have all their panels with Stan Lee, John Barrowman, and many, many others. Also want to know what else you're missing out on? Check out History of Bad Ideas podcast number 143 as we have sit-down interviews with several of the guests at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Again, September 22nd through the 24th of 2017. Get your tickets at the beginning of the year. Growing up with Rokusuki Superman before Zack Snyder ruined him Michael Keaton was the best Batman While Christian Bale was just deadpan No one remembers the other ones Princess Leia in bikinis And Transformer Lamborghinis Please don't let Shia LaBeouf ever act again Remembering tales from the crypt Back when Michael Bay wrote good scripts All right here is no mystery it's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. So bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. So bad. It's the history of bad ideas. Podcast. Oh, welcome to the history of bad ideas, episode number one fifty-nine. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. And with us, special guest this week, episode one fifty-nine guest. From Passerby's podcast and voiceover artist, Matthew McDonald. No. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Told you I was going to miss it. (laughs) Fuck it up. (laughs) Welcome, Matthew. It's uh, great to have you on. It's awesome to be on. Uh, We were very excited about this. Um, We've been talking about this, and uh, Blake requested you uh, specifically uh, a couple months ago, so... With uh, all of our recordings at Christmas time, this was the first time we could get you on here. So, thank you. I tried to veto it because I thought we should ban you from this. <laughs> I, I think we should just ban guest spots altogether. <laughs> it's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, now there's a lot of inside jokes going on for everybody that's tuning in. Uh, Matthew is, uh, Matthew and I, well, Matthew's got a, a long-running joke. Of replying to the Battle Creek, Michigan. Uh, what's the newspaper? It's the the Inquirer. It's the newspaper, and they ran a they ran what it started as was they ran an article about building the wall or deporting Muslims or something, and then everybody was like, "Oh well, we need to ban illegal immigrants and ban Muslims." And then I'm like, "You know what? We should just ban everything." Yes. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Every single article they post, I say we should ban like some element of that article. <laughs> yes, and what's what's pretty funny is that um, I I started writing his coattails a couple times, just because it was for fun, because he kept popping up in my Facebook feed. <laughs> and then what he, what made it even funnier is the fact that a lot of people don't understand, you know, his uh, you know we can quote unquote uh, social Facebook activism. 
<laughs> and uh, the fact is using sarcasm and humor basically to make fun of everybody that goes into immediate, uh, we need to ban this mode or we need to ban this and or that. And what, what I found pretty enjoyable and funny, and especially you know, the people at the Battle Creek Inquirer probably have you posted up on their wall several times throughout the cubicles, I'm sure. It's got to be by <laughs> oh, this point in time. You know, waiting for uh, Matt's, you know, what's he going to ban in regards to every single article title. So uh, he started, you know, showing up in the feeds and I started hopping on, you know, kind of tailcoating a little bit. And uh, the best part is is people that don't get your sense of humor or sarcasm in regards to uh, what you're actually trying to get across and people that actually get offended. Oh, yeah, I had one. uh, Let me pull it up. Just got replied to, like, as we were talking. (laughs) I, um, it was, uh, oh, yeah, they were talking about Planned Parenthood, and I said we need to ban Planned Parenthood. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And I, I saw your wife's response already. She says, I went too far, and I said, I said, okay, guys, I'm sorry. I can't play anymore. My wife says I'm a meanie. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yes. And that, then and that's then, why you need to ban wives. That's right. <laughs> well then somebody goes, got my vasectomy through them, saved me six hundred dollars, and I go, and then I recorrected the spelling on vasectomy and I said, those are banned too. <laughs> <laughs> Keep having kids, everyone. Yeah, so um kind of birds with a feather flocking and dick together, same sense of uh, sarcastic humor and I like the fact of you know, rather than just being a, a a total jerk and telling people, you know, what's up, yeah, using sense of humor to try and get your points across. And every once in a while, you actually get other people that actually get what you're doing. I don't get you. Oh man. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they, they actually awesome. understand, and then then they'll start uh, coattailing onto you know his funny band everything's and and. Um, I think you have also uh, requested to ban Hobie a couple times too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate that. Dev, Dev has jumped on that wagon too. <laughs> Dev from Snake Oil is just upset, as uh, along with a few others, because Gotham won a floppy again, and uh, I I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree Hash- that. Hashtag I'm with Dev. Mm-hmm. I'm with Dev too on this one. <laughs> well, we just need to ban Gotham then. Maybe maybe the ratings. I proposed that on the floppy episode. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should ban floppies. <laughs> well, Matthew, tell us what Passerby's podcast is about. Yeah, tell us what so, uh, Stick Figures with Funny Hats is all about. So Stick Figures with Funny Hats is a podcast where I have real people come on and tell real stories. Like, anybody can make up a fake story, but I, I like curating stories from real life. And it, I, it, it happened when I was listening to This American Life for like the nine millionth time. And I said, you know what? These are like celebrities and special people. And this is like an editorial version of like real stories. I want to hear from real people. So I've started collecting stories from podcasters from, you know, I had, uh, thanks to you guys, I had Jonathan Lipnicki on. I had, I've had comic book creators and everybody else on and hopefully... I'll get a couple of you guys on soon telling your real life stories. And, you know, through that, it helps um, other people connect in a way deeper than just, you know, passing them by and not like paying attention. You just had a recent episode with uh, Tony and uh, Jeannie from Salt, uh, Salty Language. 
uh, podcast, yep. and they actually uh, talked about how they fell in love and you know how they got together, their high school romance. Oh. Uh, I think oh. it involved a lot of alcohol. Uh, no, 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 not in high school. They're too young to drink. That's right. <laughs> Legal. Nobody does that. <laughs> Uh, so it is nice. I mean, you do get a whole different aspect uh, from people, a, a different uh, element of it. Uh, you don't just get, you know, Crazy Blake. You don't get, you know, cr- uh, Cranky Jeff if he, they came on. Uh, me, you know, you would get a lot of impersonations because that's that's the real me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I, I, and that's totally cool, too, is that, like, you know, eventually you'll get the guys on that do shows and then they – they drop the, the show for a little bit and just talk, and that's the coolest part. Yeah, and um, what was uh, what's been one of your favorite stories? Can you remember? Um, it's got to put I, you on the spot. I know. I know that I'm not supposed to choose favorites because all my episodes are my favorite. That's but, right. You know, in in like. Honesty, I think my favorite episode has to be when I met up with my friend who I hadn't seen since high school. Well, not since he came back. He came back from Iraq, and a couple months afterwards, we lost touch with each other. And he told the story about, you know, how he went through an extremely tough time and was, you know, suicidal and substance dependent and whatnot. And that's all on that episode and I, I sat there hearing it for the first time like anybody that listens to the episode is hearing it for the first time and it totally blew my mind mm-hmm. and and you get a wide range too you get the very serious stories like that um to the humorous ones um, oh yeah i had one where somebody's dog had diarrhea in the back of their car <laughs> for the story do you uh ask them ahead of time what story they're going to be talking about or you know that they're going to focus on or is it pretty much on the uh, like you just let them pick right off the bat so in the pre-interview we do like half an hour of just you know chit-chatting and in that i ask you know just tell me one sentence what your story is about so you know i use that as my opening sentence so it'd be like um i guess this week is jason brigger and he has a story about remy Lacroix. <laughs> and that'd be all i'd start with and that's all i know so you know as you guys the guests the listeners are hearing the story i'm hearing it the same way as okay. the host oh, okay you know I, I, it's kind of funny because um when we're together with a lot of people and everybody's telling stories and then they look at me and say tell us a story and honestly that's when i fail the most because you're being put on the spot, and then you've got to go, well, shit, I've got a thousand stories. And then you start racking your brain, well, what's appropriate for the situation right now? Well, what can I say or what can I do? And then it's like you're, you're looking at a dictionary of a thousand words, and you're like, pick a word out. And you're like, uh, shit, I don't know which one I want. But when you're in the natural course of conversation, something will uh, connect with that synapse, you know, with your brain cell and that story that brings up a funny story or a sad story that connects with the situation that you're at at the moment. And you could easily like roll into storyteller mode. And so I've always been very bad at being put on the spot for stories. But if you listen to this podcast, something stupid and mundane will come up and I'll ramble on for 15 minutes about some stupid story. About how I walked into a women's locker room. Yeah, like I, was, I did walk into the women's locker room. I didn't turn the corner. That's the only saving grace. 
Yeah, we actually gave uh, some theme music to Blake for his stories. Yes. <laughs> That's where story time segment comes from. Yeah. I need theme music. <laughs> we can try to get you some theme music. Uh, you, get... We have a fan, number one fan, Doug. He might try to do it. I don't think he yeah, was. <laughs> yeah, I think you would probably want Dr. Bednar. You may, maybe you can contract Dr. Bednar for a simple 30-minute, 30 30-second 30 ditty. 30-minute, <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah, 30-minute. And thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, well, Matthew, we appreciate you coming on here. Uh, you're going to sit with us through the episode here. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry for your luck. Uh, if you do have Blake on, I bet you he could probably tell you a good story about our sound issues for once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that really good story. That should be a bitch fest. <laughs> hey, hey, we're getting cleared up. All right, <laughs> kind of. Thank you, Doctor Bednar. Anyways, so uh, beer sponsor of the week, as always, Municipal uh, of the week, <laughs> <laughs> Municipal Brew Works. Uh, they're located at Twenty High Street in Hamilton, Ohio. Uh, they're open Wednesdays through Sunday. It's a great brewery, and uh, they supply beer for us. So, hey, except for today, because Jason was lazy. <laughs> He didn't go pick up the beer. I was off work, and I didn't get a chance because I had a possible sick kid, so that's why. What good is a beer sponsor if you don't get the beer? It's actually closer to you. Shut it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we do uh, check them out if you're in the Cincinnati uh, area. Municipal, municipal Brew Works. Let's try that again. Anyways, uh, this week we're not going to talk about porn right after this, so that's good. That's a good sign. <laughs> Uh, well, we haven't lost our sponsorship yet, but we're uh, working on it. The owner did shake his head. Anyways, <laughs> moving on from last week. So what kind of marketing mistake did I make? <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, we need to ban porn. <laughs> never. After never, beer. Never, never. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, some sad news. Uh, Jimmy Snooker died. Oh, the superfly. Yeah. Maybe. I saw that. Do you see how you know skinny he was? Yeah, he had a lot of issues, and uh, he, they actually wouldn't even let him stay in trial for the possible murder of his girlfriend years ago. Allegedly. Allegedly. Because uh, he was just, in, he was incapacitated. He couldn't, Mentally incapacitated. Yeah. You see a, a picture of him before he passed away compared to what yeah. he was in his prime. Mm. Yeah, he went from like, what, size 18 guns to like yeah. six? Yeah. Three? He was looking like uh, Jeff, if yeah. Jeff went on Slim Fast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I meant muscle mass. Sorry, a oh, muscle mass I can understand, but size I'm like, there's no way that's a size six. <laughs> I'm not saying it's muscle, but uh, Matthew, are you uh, how upset are you about Jimmy Superfly Snooker? Are you a big wrestling fan? I'm not. No, no I've, I never actually watched wrestling as a younger boy or you know into manhood. Yeah, because you knew it was fake, right? Yeah, I banned it. <laughs> ban wrestling. We need to ban wrestling. But uh, on a on a more storyline with Superfly Snooka, I think we just need to ban cancer, pretty much. I agree. You yes. Know, I spent the weekend uh, visiting uh, two friends. You know, one one close relative and one friend who's both, uh, you know, got to, uh, stage four cancers. And Ugh. I guess the the moral of the story is if uh, if there's something wrong with you, you need to go get it checked out. You know, more or less. No matter how much you you hate doctors or anything like that, definitely go check yourself out. Especially as you get older and things aren't working the way they're supposed to. So I say I think we need to ban cancer. 
We have uh, hit a depressing low. Not a quality low, just a yeah, depressing low for the week now. Jeez, yeah. well, sorry. I suppose that should just lead us into thumbs up, thumbs down. Up, yeah, down. Definite, up down. Definite, definite. Well, that's what I thought we were doing. I'm giving my thumbs down to cancer. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Screw cancer. Uh, Matthew, what would you like to do? You're down for the week. What you're down on? I'm down on... Well, I'm down the hall. <laughs> okay. Because... I, I'm not really psyched about what's going to happen on the 20th. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the new episode of Shark Tank? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty stoked about that. Jeez, I didn't know. I didn't know you were a big... You, I didn't know you weren't, weren't a Mark Cuban fan, Matthew. <laughs> it's just, you know, the snarkiness. I don't, I don't like how snarky he is. I think the president needs to ban Twitter. Uh, I think <laughs> we need least, to ban the president from at least Twitter. His, his own Twitter account. That's for damn sure. Um, what are you down on, Jeff? I'm down on people who, when driving, have to come to a complete stop before they can make a turn. Because on the way to the studio tonight, I almost ran into two people because they had to stop before they turned. Was okay. It a stop sign? Nope. Maybe you should have had a sure clear distance with them. I had plenty of distance. Obviously, yeah, you, don't stop. You're talking to one old insurance pro and one retired insurance pro. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I don't do it anymore. But yeah, that's your fault, Jeff. I didn't hit them. You but need to keep it a sure clear drive. I didn't distance. hit them. Did I hit them? I didn't hit them. So you almost did because that means you've fallen too close. No, I was pretty far back. They just stopped. Mm hmm. From my experience, uh, Blake, who would be at fault if uh, he did accidentally rewrite them? He would. Oh, there you go. Moving well, on. No, I'd be at fault. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're still crappy-ass drivers who don't know how to turn. Uh, my down for the week is sinuses. My God. Fucking weather. It's 20 degrees one day. It's 90 degrees the next day. Uh, sinuses are killing me here. But I think it'd be better to have sinuses than not have them. Sinus issues, infections. Oh, you just said sinus. Shut up. Go back to driving. Uh, yeah, it's killing my <laughs> nose. It's like just pressure. Uh, I feel like uh, the police. I feel under pressure. Ah, see where I went to get that one? No. Okay. No. The band. Didn't they do the under pressure? No, that was Queen yeah. David Bowie. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the police. <laughs> Matthew, you're not helping over there. <laughs> I just hear out. <laughs> Billy Joel had a song called Pressure. Is that what you were thinking of? Yes. The police. Yes. <laughs> That's actually more annoying than the Queen song. <laughs> They're both Bowie. good songs. The Queen Seaward? Yeah, the Queen Seaward. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Matthew, is there anything you're up on this week? I think this week I'm definitely up on rain in January. Okay. As it's a lot to easier to shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I can agree with that. Uh, it is. Why, why are you shoveling rain? That was the joke. Don't have to. Oh, <laughs> come on, Blake. Follow the bouncing ball. Uh, are you getting a lot of rain? Yeah, we've we've had a couple days of consistent rain up here, which normally is you know eight or ten inches of snow. Do you guys? Obviously, you're in Michigan, and that uh, you guys get a lot of snow in your area, correct? Yeah, I'm over towards the western or central western side of the state, and it's it's right in the lake effect area. Oh, okay. Which is awesome. No. So no. which which province of Canada is that? <laughs> Alberta. <laughs> 
Uh, Jeff, what are you up on? Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Did it come out? Uh, it's coming out soon, but I saw the Manos Hands of Fate episode over the weekend. Oh, oh Manos is such a bad movie. Manos. <sighs> Hands of Fate. Yep. <laughs> Still driving. Still driving. Uh, if you have not seen Manos Hands of Fate by uh, Mystery Science Theater, you should uh, do yourself a favor and go out and look for it. It's awesome. Just YouTube it. Where did you see it at? Uh, whatever television channel that shows them. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Pluto, the app does on uh, Amazon. Yeah, it wasn't that. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. There goes my point. Uh, Blake, what you're up on? Uh, you know, I'm up on um, having another podcaster guest on uh, on the show this week. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, I'm up on uh, being back in the studios finally after a couple weeks off. Last week was good. This week has been really nice too. Mm-hmm. Get back in the groove. Um, so we've had some great guests the last three weeks. So there you go, Blake. I'm going with you. Last there two, you go. Well, last week, yeah. this week, and next week. So good job, Matthew. Way to be a great guest. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, You're doing great. I did watch. <laughs> I did watch uh, Independence Day. Resur- colon resurgence. <laughs> it's not our fault. Has anyone seen this movie? No, Matthew. I, s- I saw the trailer. Half of it. <laughs> and when you saw the trailer, you realized, hey, I need to avoid this movie. I couldn't no. even make it through the trailer. Yeah, exactly. Not like Jason who says, oh, I'm going to go to the movie this week. No, the wife was out with her friends. All the kids were in bed. I had so my... you were unsupervised. I was unsu- That's well, how you ended up watching the movie? Well, I had a six-month-old. Uh, my six-month-old was laying on top of my chest mm-hmm. sleeping. So I was like, eh, I could play video games, but I really want to watch some movies. Oh, Magnificent Seven. That looks really good with uh, Chris Pratt. I really want to see that. Ooh, Independence Day. I'll watch that. You had a choice and chose Independence Day? Yep. Uh, wow. I feel like... Some might just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Michael Caine? I feel like that was Michael Caine. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Matthew. I do a really good impress- impersonation of Ma- Michael <laughs> Caine. I don't know if you know that. Um, I've heard of it once or twice. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, uh, no, I rented it because I really liked the first one, and the first one was pretty cheesy. You didn't tell me you paid for it. I just assumed it was on TV. That's even worse. Oh, Four ninety nine. <laughs> the good news is I tweeted out about eighty tweets that uh, that night while watching it to uh, a lot of, of uh, some of our fans. So I do appreciate them for uh, helping me out with it, uh, getting me through it. Uh, let's just say getting me through the hard times. <laughs> It was not good. Uh, Liam, or Liam, uh, who's, yeah, Liam Hemsworth, he was in it. Okay. Uh, his character was awful. Uh, there was, the writing was just horrible with it. Uh, Will Smith was not in it because they didn't want to pay him $20 million. So they just had his son in it, not his real son, but from the first movie. And they basically took as much uh, charisma that Will Smith has uh, on screen. His son in this movie had zero so that worked out well, and uh, let's just say it was not good. Uh, they it was so the aliens return with uh, McAfee's antivirus. They do, <laughs> they do. Okay, uh, they're on a Mac now, so it worked out for them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was a lot of uh, similar things to the first one. The battles were similar. Uh, they brought a lot of the old people back and killed a lot of them, so that was fun. Uh, Did Jeff- they even bring back people you assumed were dead from the first one? Jeff Goldblum's dad was in it. 
And he had no point except to drive a bus full of kids away from the aliens. That was it. Yeah, and that's Randy okay. Quaid came back. No, he did not. Quaid did not come back. Uh, he's in the uh, California Penal League right now. <laughs> Is he arrested? Did he get arrested? Uh, yeah, he did, but I don't know if that ever got solved or not. Now you're going to make me look up Randy Quaid's whereabouts. Oh, he's not going to be happy with that. Uh, Matthew, Randy Quaid might have worked out better uh, with it. So, Independence Day, uh, Resurgence, colon, as I knock the table, I apologize. Uh, I recommend everybody to go rent it. Uh, if I have to suffer, you should suffer. And um, I'm just saying, it, it was a great film. Really a good film. Not Doubt, so much. Doubtful. No. I can't believe no one else watched it. It is kind of funny, the ending... Uh, they find, like, this other alien group comes. Uh, they send this, you know, information orb, basically, this other alien group. And they, uh, Do they I, talk in circles? No. Oh. <laughs> it, it does segue right into the arrival. <laughs> Amy Adams is in it. Uh, but the aliens in Independence Day stop fighting because it's all about love, Blake. So they said... <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the scientist in Independence Day goes... After, as the aliens are leaving, he goes... We got all this new technology from this other alien race. You know what that means? We got to take it to them in the space. And that's how it ended. Because the idea was the next sequel was going to be in space against them and going to their planet. So instead of uh, fighting for independence, we're going to be the oppressors next time? Yes. <laughs> we're, right. uh, we're going to be the British. There you go. But No yeah. offense to our, you know, limey friends overseas. Oh, nerdly. The funny thing is... You mean those jolly good cheeky monkey wankers? That's right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew liked that one. Uh, no, so the funny thing is that it bombed at the box office. So guess what? There was no sequel to be made uh, to Independence Day. It's a shame. Thank gosh. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else did you guys see this week? Anything? Um, uh, caught up on this season of uh, How to Get Away with Murder. And? It's a pretty good soap opera. Okay. Well, I, pr that's pretty much how I watch it. Watch like half a season at a time. Eight episodes and then record the next eight episodes and whatnot. So this is what, halfway through the third season? It's it's an interesting soap opera. Okay. Anything my wife you and I, What's that, Matthew? My wife and I, my wife and I are working on uh, Supernatural and It's Always Sunny at the same time. Yes! Well, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, yes, it's, it's, she's never seen it before, so it's all new to her. <laughs> and are you starting at the beginning or just this season? Yeah, we're starting at the beginning. We're just okay. to the point where Frank shows up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did, um, with Supernatural, did you just start at the beginning as well for that? Or have you been watching yeah, for a while? We've been watching that one for a little bit. I think we're just to uh about halfway through season four okay and there are how many seasons now like 11 oh we're nine episodes into season five i've been informed <laughs> is it a fun show to watch I, everybody loves it that has watched it it's it's kind of procedural at points but every once in a while they'll throw you a curve mm -hmm. uh is it so better I than gotham I've never watched Gotham, so yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Blake, you uh, sent something about, uh, you wanted to talk about A Wrinkle in Time, an upcoming film with Matt Damon, I think. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, A Wrinkle in Time. I thought I read this. I don't think I did. 
I oh. actually attempted to read this back when I was like in fifth or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. But I always thought it was a pretty cool concept, but I just never understood just what the hell was going on in the book. So I'm glad that now as an adult they're going to make a movie so I don't have to think. And they'll just <laughs> show it to me. Well, here's the funny thing. You sent that over to us, and I start looking at it. I was like, oh, yeah, I think I did read this. And then I realized that uh, the book I thought of was Tuck Everlasting. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord. There, no, not even close. No, I did read See, and I'm thinking of the Wheel of Time series, which I'm like, that it would be the longest movie series ever. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that would be. No, not the Wheel of Time. A Wrinkle in Time. The Madame Langow mo- uh, book. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, read, I read the first book. That, it, there's a couple of books in that, isn't there? It's for a wrinkle in time. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't think, know they, I think I, they did. I thought she just had one book, and that was it. I could be wrong. I thought I thought there was like two or three. We do have internet access here. Oh yeah, I <laughs> forgot what was I was supposed to be looking up last time. Anyway, uh, I'm not sure what you were supposed to be looking up. Is this thing recording? Yes. How come nothing's moving on it? Because we're recording on this, not on this. Are you just looking at the green bar? Yes. So the little timer thing at the bottom and the wavelengths aren't moving? No, because we're not in GarageBand. We're in Call Recorder. <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> See what I have to deal with here, Matthew? I love this. All I asked for was sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their head. I, just I need podcast co-hosts. This is a little inside baseball knowledge. Uh, Wrinkle in Time series. It looks like there were one, two, three, five books. All right, well, fuck it. Five books. (laughs) All right, great. Five books. I feel like ever since Christmas, (laughs) you've been a little bit angry. (laughs) Matthew, I, I, I ask this of many people. Did you ever think I would be the positive one on this podcast? I think Jason is just kind of the chaos factor to the podcast oh jason's the one that stirs the pot he's a pot he's chaotic neutral Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh yes he is he shakes you up and then lets you go i like it and then watches the world burn call me germany okay uh let's see here uh we had a twitter poll of the week poll of the week that wasn't a good one uh let's see something to do next week yeah what film in 2017 are you most excited to see? Uh, you can follow us at uh, History of Bad Ideas on... What are we? Bad Ideas Podcast. That's why we're on Twitter. Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> and that's why your emails never get read. That's right. Uh, no, we're at Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Matthew, what are you at on Twitter? I am at Passers Bipod on Twitter. Good man. Uh, let's see. Here's the poll. Uh, let's see. What film are you most excited to see? We had Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Wonder Woman, Lego Batman movie, and Logan. Why? Because Twitter only allows us four. But not necessarily in that order. Correct. Of winner to loser. Uh, last place. <laughs> tie. <laughs> Was uh, with 10% of the vote. They split. Both got 10%. Lego Batman movie and Logan. Why is that? I thought I was excited about Lego Batman I'm movie. I'm more excited about Lego Batman than Logan. Pretty much any of them. I kind of like the fact that I watched the trailer and he threw in an, oh, come on, you know, from Arrested Development. (laughs) Uh, I love it. uh, Matthew, are you excited about Lego Batman? You have a son. I'm excited about Lego Batman. The other, the two higher ones, yeah, I'm very excited about, but definitely for like a family popcorn movie, Lego Batman's got my vote. Yeah, I'm planning on seeing that uh, opening weekend with my son. He's been excited about it. Um, 
I, I did like the one thing he tells Batgirl. Hey, Batgirl. And she's like, oh, I'm Batgirl. Can I just call you Batboy? And he's like, no, I'm Batman. <laughs> Why would you call me Batman? Batboy. Uh, and rip. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I did. I did like that. They bring they're bringing back all the horrible uh, car- villains for this one, too. Uh, and they're even making the little Lego pieces, uh, Lego characters of them, too. I saw some of them in the store, so. I don't know if Kingpin's in it, though. Or not Kingpin, uh, uh, um, King, King Tut. Tut. I don't know if King Tut's in it. Uh, th- second place with 30% of the vote, Wonder Woman. I'm excited about this one, too. Anyone else? I'm looking forward to it. You know, I have to admit, I watched the last 30 minutes of Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, I had no idea what the hell was going on in that movie. Uh-huh. If somebody who hadn't seen the movie before could explain to me exactly just what the hell was happening and why. They were fighting a big monster that, because all movies have to end on a big monster fight. That's all I knew. I think that's really all you have to know. And I'm like, who is this thing? What is this thing? How come everybody's like Superman steel thick skin? Nobody gets killed. Nobody gets hurt. But Superman gets impaled. And then Batman's standing around like, what am I going to do? Uh, I got a utility belt. Uh, Superman's flying around. Wonder Woman gets her lasso out. Ooh, tie me up, Gal Gadot. And you <laughs> sit there and go, Batman's like, screw this. I'm just going to watch. No, Batman's like, I'm angry and angsty. I'll just watch. Well, Matthew's a big fan of Batman v Superman. Uh, what were your, were your thoughts on the last 30 minutes, Matthew? I've not seen BVS. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a mission for you then. Just watch the last thirty minutes and see if you know what the hell is going on. Uh, I probably won't, but I'm definitely <laughs> looking forward to Wonder Woman. Me and my wife have watched the trailers, and we're it's definitely one that we're excited for. The trailer looks yeah. amazing. Uh, uh, should get her lasso out for that. Hubba hubba. You talking to me? I'm oh, talking about oh, she Matthew. Got her bracelets oh. out. Matthew and his wife. Oh. Yeah, that's right. There you go. I will say, uh, we saw the other two hours and 45 minutes. It felt like that long. Of Batman v Superman, and Jeff and I still can't tell you what it was about. You're not missing much. It's about Batman being angry and angsty. Yeah. And Superman's being sad. Aww. And, yeah. and Amy Adams is underwater, and there's no wet t-shirt scene. No. I'm upset. Uh, there's also, never mind. Uh, let's see. 50% of the vote had Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This is my number one that I'm most excited about. You like Baby Groot. I love Baby Groot. You know, Baby Groot is nothing but a tree ant. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Uh, you said you were excited to see this one too, Matthew? Yes, I think that it's, I I agree with Blake about the Baby Groot thing. He's totally merchandisable. That's why everybody wants him. They're going to be selling like a million Baby Groots. I'm about ready to buy a baby group. Good for them. Make money off of it. It's not a trend. It's a trend. No, it isn't. They stole it from Lord of the Rings. Don't touch this button. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I guess that segues into uh, listener feedback. Matthew still wants to be with us uh, for this episode, so that's a positive. Uh, he hasn't said screw you guys and hung up yet. I'm going home. He hasn't said ban this podcast yet. And he hasn't gone to sleep yet, so that's a positive. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> we know it's really cold up there in Antarctica where you're at. So, uh, Are you wearing a jacket? No. I'm, you know I'm not. I'm, I'm doing this unassisted, no jacket. Okay, good call. Good call. Be careful out there. Don't go out, unass- uh, don't go out without a jacket. Just saying. 
Didn't work out well for Worsley. Okay, uh, go ahead, Blake. What do we got? All right, this week in uh, listener feedback, mm-hmm. we start off with this guy named Doug. Number one fan, Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname. He said, uh, Harry Connick Jr. has a talk show. When did that happen? This is the first time hearing of it. <laughs> it's the first time I've heard of it, too. I've never heard of this. Does he sing no all his questions? No idea when this came from. <laughs> Does he sing all his questions? I, I don't know. I've never seen it, Blake. Why are you asking me? I don't know. He's just throwing it out there? I'm just throwing it out there. Well, you, you do a good New Orleans accent. Uh, what does Harry Connick Jr.'s uh, talk show uh, sound like? Uh, it's not un- that's not him. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be not unusual. Yeah, Tom Jones, it's Harry Connick. It's not unusual to be loved by everyone. The reason why Tom Jones is, my, is in my head is because we were my wife and I were watching an old uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and he guest starred in Carl, Carlton, Carlton did, did the Carlton. So, uh, anyways, uh, let's see. Let me do a accent here. I, I don't do many accents. Let me try it here. Well, I do declare that uh, I have a talk show, and uh, Jeffrey, you are not the father of the baby. Blake, you are not the father of the baby. Matthew, it, you're not the father of the baby. It had to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful you. Could someone tell me a Harry Connick song? He yeah. Just I just said, oh, that was Harry Connick. <laughs> <laughs> you had to be the father. <laughs> I, I'm a little upset that uh, you do a better impersonation than me Sorry. every single I, time. I actually saw when Harry met Sally over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, anytime I see that movie, I got I got to stop and watch. And my wife will see it, and she's got to stop and watch. And that that movie, I think, is actually pretty timeless when it deals mm-hmm. with just relationships between men and women. And uh, it was great to see it again. Mm-hmm. And you know, if it'll run again, I'd probably stop and watch it. A fiftieth thousandth time. My favorite part is when they go to the dude range. Oh god! Shut <laughs> up! Oh, I was about Speaking to. Speaking of movies from '91. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just... Spoiler. Oh <laughs> uh, no! City Slickers too. No, 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 no! Not Curly oh, Gold. No. <laughs> but I also watched the, the Harry Met Sally over the Christmas mm-hmm. break or whatever. Well, it was what we watched on our, as our Carrie Fisher tribute. Oh, good call. And uh, yeah, it was part yeah. of the Carrie Fisher tribute actually. What about Bruno? Bruno Kirby also, who's passed. Yeah. He did? Several like, years ago. Like oh. 12 years ago. <laughs> Damn, I'm out of it. And I think it was from cancer, too. So go ahead and say, oh, fuck cancer. cancer. Okay. All right, but uh, Doug's got a follow-up. He says, uh, uh, Mark, episode 158, mm-hmm. for Dr. Bednar's nominee for a floppy for best impression. The only issue is that Chris didn't say, I have a speech impediment. I didn't, uh, I didn't appreciate the joke. Oh, I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was wonderful. He nailed it. I thought it was the best bit last week. Mm-hmm. It was the best bit all year. <laughs> and we're only two weeks in. <laughs> I didn't appreciate it. Imagine what the rest of the year can bring. I don't think it's very funny to pick on somebody that has a speech impediment. You if know, someone... when we set the bar this high, Jeff, we can only go down from here. That's true. Matthew, do you need a co-host? <laughs> I would love to have you, Jason. Okay. Notice he just said he would love to have you. <laughs> For one episode, that's about it. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> We're done. Uh, go ahead, Blake. Keep All going. right, next uh, from Pam Morris. She said, started watching HBO's Night Of. Mm-hmm. Wow, three eps in and I'm hooked. Who's watching? Watched. Not watching. Not watching. I don't even know what it is. Matthew? What's HBO? 
<laughs> there you go. Sorry, Pam. Uh, it I got know, great reviews. I know the night of they kept advertising like before uh, uh, Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones, like last. Uh, that would have been May or mm-hmm. whenever it was on. So it's like ah, okay. Don't want to watch it. It's got nothing but great reviews. I'm going to say this. It's no Westworld. It mm. is not Westworld. There you go. Yeah, I agree. Agree. All right. Next one. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Corrections from Dev. Mm-hmm. All I have to say is, ha, Dev is a liar. Why is that? He said he would never listen to our podcast ever again. So this is proof that he listened last week. It's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, Jason, did you get him the uh, jerky? That's right. It's en route. It's he could have just read the transcript. No. <laughs> What's that, Matthew? He didn't have to listen. He could have just read a transcript. Ooh, who's hacking our transcripts? <laughs> the Russians! <laughs> the damn Russians are hacking our transcripts. Somewhere in eastern Russia, somebody's... Somebody's copying our podcast. Although, if he was reading the transcript, then the transcript would have had the that the right uh, thing was said in here before the wrong thing. If you know what I mean. Uh, I just want <laughs> Matthew. No. I heard on your uh, one of your latest podcasts that you're looking for an intern as well. Yeah, if, you, if you'd like to come on. We have gone through a lot of interns on our show. Um, we kind of, lost one up in Canada. We did lose a couple people. Um, but I, I will get you in touch with somebody with the local community college. Um, and I, and I'll, uh, actually, 4-H club. Uh, but I will get you in touch with them and see if they can make the trip up to Battle Creek. Be awesome. All right. But so, anyways, Dev, the big sigh guy with his know-it-all snarky attitude, says, It's Golden Arts that McDowell's, not McDaniel's, has in coming to America. Okay. I thought it was McDougal's. <laughs> it's McDowell's. All right, McDowell's. They got the Golden Arches. I got the Golden Arches. That was McDowell. Yeah, okay. We got the Golden, got the golden Arches. Okay. No, no. They got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mac. <laughs> they both have two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions. Theirs is on a sesame seed bun. Our bun, no seeds. Is it um, from 1991? I hope so, because it's on my list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> All right. Who cares? All right. From Uh-oh. Jeannie. Jeannie says, listening to Hobie. Episode 154, Star Wars, an Alabama story. Oh, that's an older one. I do reckon. The answer to everything is 47. Good, Jeff. Good job, Jeff. Good job, Jeff. Well, A, I think it was uh, Scab Jeff. Mm-hmm. And did you did the intern screw up writing that? Because the answer was 42. That's what I saw. It was 47. Well, it was 42, but it's been reviewed, and it is actually 47. What's been reviewed? The answer. What? No, it's 42. Uh, he's the guest. He wins. <laughs> it was, but it's been reviewed. By who? The They did. The computer. <laughs> there you go. Did I miss All the right. review? So we've given Big Dev his first correction for next week. <laughs> uh, we got somebody new. Yeah, somebody new from stories underscore podcast at stories underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. 
They said, uh, please watch Point Break scene from Netflix's Love Sick. It is amazing. We'll have to Google this now. There's a scene in the Netflix show Love Sick uh, that I guess pays homage to uh, Point you mean Break. Rips off? Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. It probably would make Point Break better. Wouldn't you agree, Matthew? Oh. <laughs> it's you... not the original Point Break. It's not worth watching. Yeah, but you said the new Point Break was better than the original, right? Jason, yes. you're fired. Sorry. <laughs> so much for that new intern. <laughs> you're banned. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Thank you, Stories underscore podcast at stories underscore podcast thank you thank you yes thank you underscore thank you i feel like it was actually matthew that made up a new twitter <laughs> account just to get point break into the listener feedback <laughs> could be all right next randall hold at rj hold 666 he's not evil just handled that way he says is mankind winning the heavyweight championship one of the best nights in raw history question mark still makes me smile no it is it's a great moment uh, especially when he, Steve Austin's uh, music comes on, he comes down and clubs the rock with the chair, pulls mankind over, puts him on top of him. What, they what, count one, two, three. Was Chris Jericho there? No. Then it wasn't one of the best Raws ever. That's true. It was, it was a good call. That is a good call. <laughs> Blake, what do you think? Uh, you know that's all fake, right? So is Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's fake, right? Of course, but it's better acting. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw the, I saw the woman that played Jean Grey in the new X-Men movie. I beg to differ. She doesn't act. <laughs> She's a little dry. <laughs> but I still let her eat crackers in my bed. Well, let's just say this. If she was allowed to, because my wife, you know. Yes. Uh, let's just say that... Uh, the wrestlers, uh, the wrestler WWE at least has a new script every week. Uh, when's the uh-huh. next uh, Game of Thrones book coming out? Damn you, Jason! <laughs> I'm just saying. Damn you, Jason! <laughs> just saying. Just saying. All right. <sighs> and Matthew. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Matthew. You know what this is? I think we lost Matthew. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know what it is. From <laughs> Nick waiting. Albright. Oh, Nick. He says, What mm. was mm. Jeff's meaty new <gasps> year's oh, goodness. resolution? Oh, yeah. Get right with the world. Yeah, what was your new year's resolution, Jeff? Uh, to sleep more and stay fat. Okay. That's good resolution. You gotta have attainable goals. That's the way I look at it. Did you have any resolutions, Matthew? Not so far. I'm still working on one. Okay. Okay. All right, well, you Not think. to do Hobie again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a resolution. <laughs> All right, next from the Pop Culture Cafe says, DC plans on creating a new series for TV. Is there too many on TV now? Do we need more? We need an entire network that shows only comic book shows. I thought that's what the CW was. No, they actually showed Jane the Virgin also. So And uh, the my Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, so they show other things. We too. tried watching that, my wife and I, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It was humorous. There was a lot more singing in it than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Even my wife, after two episodes, went... That was a lot of singing. <laughs> so did you think there was none? Or? I didn't think it was that much singing. <laughs> and I love good singing, because I'm a good singer, but I was a little shocked by it. So, All right, uh, cool. Suppose the rumor is Superman is uh, might be a new one. Great. 
Yeah. Smallville Redux. Yeah, but now. Kind of a spinoff of Supergirl. They are bringing Constantine back as a cartoon, cartoon on CW Seed, which is, I guess, their online website oh, thing. okay. They also um, have a Vixen uh, C- uh, CW movie or uh, cartoon. Yeah, on the online. Are yeah. these like R-rated cartoons? No, Vixen is actually a superhero. Well, you said, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, never mind. Anyways, so I know, now I've got to go look up Vixen. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. <laughs> Pornhub? Okay. Alright, so uh, Professor Number One and Doctor Number One says, uh, which comes out first? The Batman movie or Gambit or neither? I'll say Batman comes out first. Matthew? Uh, Batman. Blake? Neither. I'm going Batman. But supposedly he's getting pissed off ben affleck did you see his latest thing no. he was trying to promote uh let it go or what's that, his new movie live by night or whatever it is oh yeah and uh let he, it go. <laughs> he let uh, it go they, they asked him about batman he's like oh jesus i'm so tired of talking about this shit <laughs> what like, you stepped into the batman role what, what do you, you think question's gonna be cowl. he's like i worked for two years on live by night and no one asked me about that because no one cares about it man yeah. <laughs> did you watch the movie the uh Ben, no one cares. Uh, Channing Tatum is Tate is still attached to Gambit. Still, yes, that's what they're saying. Uh, that's no. never going to happen. No, uh, we do have one quick, couple quick things here. Uh, we got a new uh, question from uh, num- from sorry, Professor Number One. We have it while we're online or recording this. We actually have a request from him. A question for Blake. This is the last show of Hobie with Obama as president. Is Blake going to... What will Blake miss the most of him? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) And now... uh, Although we're going from bad to worse. I don't... (laughs) The fact that Obama doesn't Twitter... (laughs) (laughs) It's tweet. Tweet? (laughs) Obviously, you don't tweet either. No. That's a good thing. Uh, down the hall, soapbox. That's right. Uh, Matthew, we got something for you here. We got um, we got some rapid fire questions that Blake usually asks of his uh, of the guests. Are you ready for this? Yes. First thing that comes to mind. Start. First thing that comes to mind. No thinking. These are from Dev. That's right. He said, uh, "Should we ban oranges from running political office?" Yes. Should we ban reality TV stars from holding an office higher than congressional member? Yes. Should we ban the current The Bachelor contestant from doing another season? This is his fourth. Yes. Should we ban Gotham from future Floppy Awards? Yes. Should ban anyone that voted for Gotham the third time for having any opinion ever again? Maybe. Should we ban Ohio? No. Oh! Wow! Yeah, there you go. Suck it, Dev! If we ban uh, Ohio, who do we have left to hate? That's right. <laughs> you hate Kentucky. They're just the next state down. We hate them. They're just a suburb of Alabama. Uh, let's see. Uh, my question is, is this really the Bachelor's contestant? This is his fourth season doing this? That would require he might the find love this that. time. What's he that, Matthew? He might find it this time. He might find it. He might. Maybe. Maybe. If not, he's got another season. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Isn't there anything more depressing than The Bachelor Bachelorette? I mean, really think Six about it. One guy, a movie. Yeah, it's, it's one guy where they've got 20 women that are trying to whore themselves out and be catty and basically, you know. Yeah, 
it, try and land the one guy, and the other way around, you know, twenty guys acting like douchebags, douchebags in order to impress, you know, some woman. Uh, it could be worse. The guy could be Flavor Flav, and it could be Flavor of Love. That's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> if Brigitte Nielsen and Flavor Flav cannot find love in this world, <laughs> uh, my thought is. If this is his fourth time on The Bachelor, it's kind of like being divorced four or five times. Maybe you should just stop getting married. Maybe that's not working for you. Just date. Just date. That's all I'm saying. Just saying. I mean, if you want to get married, that's fine. But I'm just saying, if you missed, if you screwed up four times, maybe you should stop. Yeah. Just thought. Uh, Let's do some draft day. What do we want? Draft day! Draft day, draft day, I want a draft day. Hubby, 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 hubby. Draft day, draft day, we need a draft day. Hubby, hubby, history got ideas, yeah! Draft day! Uh, draft day this week is uh, per Twitter poll at Bad Ideas Podcast. The fans voted. They wanted us to draft Perfect Strangers, the TV show. Uh, draft day? Basically, uh, it's like a football draft. You uh, draft the main characters using fictional, real people, or fictional or real people. Doesn't really matter. And uh, they get uh, segued into those characters. In this case, we're uh, doing Balky Bartokamus from Perfect Strangers, played by Bronson Pinchot back in the 80s. Larry Cousin, Larry Appleton, uh, by Mark Lynn Baker, who never got enough to do. Uh, Jennifer Lyons, uh, Melanie Wilson, uh, one of the girlfriends. I'm not sure which one. Larry's girlfriend. There you go. And Marianne Spencer, which is Balky's uh, girlfriend, played by Rebecca Arthur. Uh, we figured out, Matthew, when you have a get, we have a guest on, we should not go more than four people to draft because it could get pretty bad. Could, 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 a little long. N- nine, nine is too many. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so, Matthew, you can go first. Now you know the rules, right? Oh, yeah, I know the rules. All okay. right. So you can pick any of these four. Your first round pick. Uh, nobody can pick anybody you've already selected. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Marianne Spencer. Okay. That's Balky's girlfriend, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Uh, What's his one face? Uh, that Gaten Matarazzo or whatever his name is from Stranger Things. Which character did he play? He played Toothless. The Toothless okay. Kid? Oh, okay, I gotcha. G- G- Gavin? Was it Gavin something? I can't okay. remember his name now. That's your Marianne Spencer? Yes. I like it, okay. <laughs> so let me understand this. You have a toothless uh, young boy playing a woman. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> It only goes downhill from there. Matthew, we brought you on to elevate our yeah, show. Yeah, you're supposed to help us elevate the show. <sighs> okay, uh, Blake, you go next. Uh, I'll tell you what. I um, have to go with my uh, Balky Bartok Kamas uh, Bronson Pinchot replacement. Because mm-hmm. I feel that um, that's the quarterback of this team here. That's who drives the action. Yeah, yeah, who drives the action. So I need to uh, get this guy off your guys' list. Eli Manning? You know, before he goes. So um, I'm going to replace him with uh, Latka, Andy Kaufman from Taxi. Ah, that's a good one. Latka okay. Gravis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good well, pick. Thought did cross my mind. 
Well, I'm going next because uh-huh. I want to. Uh, I'm going my uh, Balky as well. Overacting. Uh, kind of annoying, but a national treasure in the same. I'm going Nicolas Cage. Nicolas God. Cage. Just because I want to see Nicolas Cage do a dance of joy. So you just lost this one already. No, I did not. Uh, go ahead. Uh, All j- right. Well, I'll go for my Balky. We'll okay. just run on Balkies here. Run on Balkies. Run on Balkies. Uh, I'm going to go for the, you know, the uh, alien who, you know, doesn't quite get our culture. And I'm going to go with Drax the Destroyer. Oh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. I like no, that I one. thought you were going to say Alf. Uh, Alf wouldn't be bad, but I'm going with Drax. Okay. Uh, so now, unlike, uh, much to Blake's dismay, Matthew, it's your turn round two. This is not a snake draft this year, this week. Oh, no snake draft. <laughs> Damn it. Well, You're I'm ra- going to go my Jennifer Lyons. I'm going to go with Barb. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny thing, I didn't do any research on this draft. And I was opening up my Entertainment Weekly and Bar- a picture of Barb was there. And I thought, she could be my Jennifer. That's a good pick. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Damn it. Did I really take your... <laughs> well, you did because I'm not doing any research. So she was yeah, like, there's Barb uh, in the middle of the bullseye. <laughs> okay. Nice pick. Nice job. Barb from Stranger Things? Yep. There you go. Sense a theme. Really? The is that the theme? Sensing it. Hmm. Blake, what's your pick? Oh, my next one. Uh, you know, this is my uh, skilled position player. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, is Larry Appleton. Calls him Larry Appleton. Mark Lynn Baker's character. Mm-hmm. The straight guy in this mm-hmm. in this. Have you seen his photo? He, it doesn't look like he aged very well. <laughs> I have not seen his photo, but I will Google yeah, it Yeah, he looks a little, a little wilder and deranged. I mean, he already had some crazy curly hair. But imagine that crazy curly hair, except none on top but on the sides. Is he curly from the Three Stooges? Almost. <laughs> he could play it. No, actually, he fits more of a uh, Did you mean Larry. Larry from the Three Stooges? Yes, that's what like I meant. Larry. More like a Larry. Well, curly was the bald one. Just shut yeah. up. <laughs> Who's your pick, Blake? So I would like to see for my Larry Appleton, it would be the uh, Reverend Jim Ignatowski. Christopher Lloyd's character. From Taxi. From Taxi. Since a theme with you, too. Ooh, you're smart. <laughs> you got a lot of anger with you, Blake. Yeah. You're going to do well for my pick. Anyways, uh, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, oh, it's my turn? Me. Oh, yeah. Go ahead I'm and get going, it out of the way. I'm going Cousin Larry Appleton. He's uh, he's a nice guy, but uh, I feel like one little thing will uh, set him off. Uh, he'll go a little crazy. Uh, he may beat you over the head. You know, one little thing, sound, goes off. Who knows? I'm going with Blake. I'm going with Blake as my Larry Appleton because I want to see him corral Nicolas Cage. There and you go, the Blake. Of joy with him. There you go, Blake. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> um, I suppose I'm going to go with, I don't care, one of the women. They're interchangeable for the most part. So I'll draft uh, Betty be- Rubble. I'll be honest, the the women were not the strongest suit in this. In fact, the supporting cast was not the strongest suit in this no, show. Pretty much the two of them, but I'm picking Betty Rubble for the left one. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what, what are you going with, uh, Matthew, for your third round? I'm going to go with Larry for my third round. And uh, Larry kind of needs to, to show Balky around, so I'm going to definitely go with Finn Wolfhard. Or Mike from Stranger Things. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. I'm sensing a theme. Oh, are yeah. you? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see. Uh, go ahead, Blake. Uh, you know, now I got, uh, mm-hmm. you know, third round pick. Mm-hmm. Gonna have to go for like uh, a tight end. Mm-hmm. So for uh, Jennifer Lyons, Larry's girlfriend, I'm going with uh, Elaine O'Connor, Mary Lou Henner mm-hmm. from Taxi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for a second, I thought you meant the gymnast. <laughs> Mary Lou, uh, Mary Lou Retton. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe that's be what that could be a better. Pick. Maybe that would be better. Pick. Maybe that's who you did pick. Oh. Why don't you tell me the name of the movie? Okay, uh, I'm going with my Mary Ann. Uh, she was a little bit crazy, a little fun. She was always sweet, but a little bit off her rocker. And uh, for some reason, she always loved Balky, which I, he was annoying. I don't understand why. Uh, I'm going with Harley Quinn. Mm. I feel right. like it's a Joker, Harley Quinn type of uh, chemistry. Uh, I'll pick my other woman, the one on the right, mm-hmm. whichever one that is, and that'll be Jan Brady. I like the Betty Rubble one. Betty Rubble and Jan Brady. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Okay, Matthew, let's wrap it up. Your round four. Your, this is your value. Now pick. I've got. Now I've got Mike. Mike's dating uh, Barb at this point. <laughs> and. I need to get Toothless a suitable person to date and somebody that Mike can show around and teach him the ways or teach them the ways. <laughs> this has become a swinger party. I'm kind of so, scared. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the upside down creature. <laughs> <laughs> the Demi Gorgon. And which character is this one playing? Belky. Belky. Balky, the Demi Gorgon. I just want to see the Demi Gorgon to the dance of joy. <laughs> That's well done. I like that one. I'm going to say you're going to win. <laughs> but, Blake, what do you got? All right. Uh, what's left is my Marianne Spencer. Uh-huh. And you're right. Balky's girlfriend, a little off the wall. Mm-hmm. So I put a little spin on this one. Oh. So this would be uh, in drag, mm-hmm. Judd, Judd Hirsch. <laughs> Here, I thought you were going Carol Kane. Wow. In drag. I loved him when he was looking at Winona Ryder. Oh, my God. I loved that movie. He's up in the bathroom, right? That was him, right? Uh, let's oh, see. Bad Fast Times at Richmond High Inside Hobie Joke. Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm going uh, Jennifer Lynn's because she's my last pick. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason. She kind of kicked ass. She was always always putting Larry in her his place. And uh, I'm going Maeve from Westworld. I think she could handle it. All and if right. not, she'll just kill them. <laughs> so I have no issue Good with that. Point. Don't dislike that pick. So they're dating... Blake, uh, you're dating Maeve. Awesome. And uh, Nicolas Cage <laughs> is dating Harley Quinn. I feel like that worked out well. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Jeff, what's your Mr. Irrelevant? Right. Mr. Or, as the Cleveland Browns say, number one pick. Number one pick, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've got my Larry Appleton left. Oh, a Larry. And the only thing I can think of to draft uh, Larry Appleton is an avocado. Why? Well, just, you know, they're kind of bland and mushy and You know, if you're there. not going to take draft day seriously. <laughs> so it's an avocado. <laughs> Slightly bruised avocado, you know. Okay. Not any specific one, just the first one you stumble across. That's, I think, how they cast uh, Mark Lynn Baker, isn't it? Okay. It's tomatoes and onions, guys. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. Let's go through this. Mark, uh, or man, what am I doing? Matthew, please tell us uh, who's your picks uh, real quick. So my Balky is the 
Demigorgon, my Larry is Mike, my Jennifer Lyons is Barb, and Marianne Spencer is uh, Toothless. Forget his name. <laughs> Toothless works. <laughs> He's the dragon, how to train your dragon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, That's even better. <laughs> the Demigorgon and the dragon. <laughs> How are they going to fit in the apartment? I don't get it. But their dance would be cool. That would be. Blake, what's your picks? Oh, that's true. All right. So my Balky is Laka, Andy Kaufman. Larry is uh, Reverend Jim Ignikowski, the, the, the Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd. Jennifer Lyons is uh, the lovely Mary Lou Henner. Redden. And then uh, Balky's girlfriend is uh, Judd Hirsch and Drag. Uh, let's see. My Balky is Nicolas Cage. If, if he re- reprises his role from, you know, Fast Times at Richmond High. <laughs> Judge Hirsch was not in it. <laughs> Balky is Nicolas Cage, because why not? Larry Appleton is Blake, um, our own Blake. Uh, Jennifer Lyons is Maeve from Westworld. And Marianne Spencer is Harley Quinn. All right. I've got Balky Bartokamus as Drax the Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry Appleton is performed by an avocado. Uh, and the <laughs> girls are Betty Rubble and Jan Brady. They're interchangeable. Let's, um, you know what? We're going to throw it out to a fan to pick the winner of this one. I'm going with uh, Jeannie, uh, the queen of space violence. First lady of space First violence. First lady of space violence. Uh, she is in charge of picking the winner. Uh, I feel like since she was just on Passerby's podcast, she, Matthew might have an advantage. That's okay. Possible, but we trust you need to be fair. So, I do like the, the dragons, though. The dra- Toothless, the dragon, <laughs> and uh, Demogordon, so that's good. Uh, let's get some news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Uh, let's see here. In, uh, first off, July 2015, Warner Brothers announced that it was making another Green Lantern movie. On purpose. By sneaking a bit of concept art in between trailers for Pan, which was a great film, just ask number one fan Doug, and Suicide Squad during Comic-Con. Other than confirming that it would be called Green Lantern Corpse, Warner Brothers barely acknowledged the project for over a year. Uh, Warner Brothers basically uh, dropped some new information, to, and according to Deadline, uh, they have longtime superhero writer uh, David Goyer, and relative newcomer Justin Rhodes to put together a script. Uh, it's being billed as a lethal weapon in space. That's racist. Why? The only reason they're saying that is because they'll have a black guy and a white guy. So it, instead of saying a buddy cop film, they're saying lethal weapon. Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Uh, not the the Daily Show John Stewart. No, different one. Uh, <laughs> That'd be great. He could like complain the whole time. <laughs> uh, deadline. <laughs> Can we have John Oliver Maybe as Hal get, Jordan? <laughs> I'm not saying they can get the ambiguously gay duo to do it. Would it matter at this point? No, probably not. Uh, Deadline says, unclear whether or not the studio would re-engage with Ryan Reynolds about recurring. <laughs> it's pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't want him to come back. I you, know, want Ryan. you know, I think it was great if they could actually, Ryan Reynolds, reprise his uh, Deadpool character that ends up with a Green Lantern ring, mm-hmm. and then maybe this movie will actually be entertaining to watch. I'll go with that. Uh, Matthew, are you excited about a Green Lantern movie? Uh, only if the entire suit is green screened again. 
Ooh. Or Blake Lively has to be in it, too, because she was a great actress in it. Hey, you leave Blake Lively out of this. Sorry. That's somebody that might she be... She was on, on a buoy. Yeah. <laughs> might be on Blake's list if he's allowed to have one. That's right. Ryan Reynolds is on mine. He has some abs. Mmm. Ryan Reynolds abs. Mmm. You're Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Both of them are on my wife's list. <laughs> we were watching the Golden Globes real briefly, and she's like, ooh, Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, Ryan Gosling. I was like, hey! And I was like, what do they have? She's like, abs? And she's like, no, no, nothing against you. I'm just saying, they have abs. <laughs> they have plural. You have one. There's a and difference. And I'm like, I, I don't have a list. Why would you? And she's like, oh, you gave me kids. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think I would win out with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> nope. Uh, let's see here, Mark or Matthew. Are you? Why do I keep saying Mark? Matthew, do you? Ha- are you allowed having a list? What's a list? Uh, if you, everybody's married here except Jeff, uh, you have a list of five that your wife does, and you do five celebrities you're allowed to sleep with. Yes, if the what's a girl, list. What's it? What's a list? <laughs> the, the answer is no. Okay. <laughs> Blake can't either. Uh, let's see here. But I can dream that I have one. That's right. <laughs> sure glad you wear the pants in your family. When she's not around. That's right. I don't even get to do that. <laughs> uh, news of the weird. Uh, new segment we're doing. Uh, this chart last week from Kotaku, the website. Kotaku. Yes. Kotaku. Uh, basically, there was a role-playing game uh, called Asherin's Call. It's an MMO. Yes, uh, which means massive multi Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, basically, a 74-year-old grandfather has been playing it since 1999. And he's upset because at the end of January, the servers are finally coming to an end. Ashron's call will exist no more. Is this a popular MMO? That's crazy. It was one time. I mean, it kind of competed, I suppose, with World of Warcraft, but just then didn't get all that popular so hmm. so now they're shutting it down apparently i actually didn't even know they were still running it so. 18 years is pretty damn good for an mmo so that's yes, an amazing is. matthew have you played this no but I've, I've heard of it and it's it's an amazing thing for you know an online game to be still going after 18 years have, do you play M- any mmos no <laughs> I, I used to play some online games, but we moved out of the out of town to the country, and I will never give Comcast a dime of my money. And they're we, they're our only choice out here. So Ugh. no, I don't blame you on that. Uh, unfortunately, this episode is sponsored by Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, this news of the weird take specifically is sponsored by Comcast. <laughs> I've heard nothing but bad things about Comcast. Are they the ones that just bought Time Warner? Or vice versa. <laughs> Time Warner bought them, I'm not sure. Uh, so let's go from the shitty customer service to shitty customer service. <laughs> Different shitty customer service. Different type of shitty customer like, service. Like the grounds crew in Major League, they're still shitty. Right. Uh, let's see here. So, anyway, yeah. so, so yeah, 74-year-old grandfather, been playing since 1999. His granddaughter made a video. Uh, basically, in the video, she says, this is my grandpa... He's been playing since 1999, uh, and basically the, uh, she is asking for uh, people online to look for a new game for him to play, a new MMO. 
Uh, he's been so loyal to his AC, is what they call it in the know. Uh, <laughs> and she said they, her and her sister used to play when they were kids. And all three of us played together on Leaf Call. I don't know what that is. Uh, probably a specific server. Uh, she asked him to do this video as she's really shy. And uh, he kept trying to make me leave his computer room because he's playing AC. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I've only got a month left to do this. Get out. <laughs> I time is going or dwindling. I need to get this done. <laughs> Time's dwindling on you too, Grandpa. Just calm down. Yeah. Also, she said when, he's, uh, when he says he played the game Pissed, he means he's drunk. <laughs> so he plays drunk. He's British pissed as in drunk, not American pissed as in angry. She said it's a, he's heartbroken over losing a game he loves after 18 years. And uh, they say it's a very close-knit community, probably because there's not many people playing anymore. There's all 14 people. Now, if it's, if it's that close-knit of a community, I think somebody, that the company itself would have some sort of thing where they could just be like, hey, guys, um, we're not going to maintain the servers anymore, but if you want to do something privately, like, here's the code, mm-hmm. here's uh, here's the keys to the kingdom, uh, have fun. They did that with the Star Wars game, the MMO for Star Wars uh, oh, yeah. Galaxies, and they took it offline, and basically the fan or the people playing it have built one from the ground up. I was just reading an article in December about this and they said it's taken them years to do this and uh, they're adding new characters and everything else and they're they're playing the game and uh, they said there's anywhere from two to four thousand people online at one time uh, playing it, which for a game that doesn't exist anymore is pretty damn good. So... Yeah, I, I would not be surprised by that either, Matthew, if they do something like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Actually, if you watch the YouTube video, he yeah, he's actually playing. He's He said he's got like 80 characters that's in, <laughs> that's in the game. Wow. And he's got, his digs are, he's got like computers, he's got multiple screens, mm-hmm. and he's actually playing several characters at one time while he's Oh, he's going to get banned for botting. Yeah, to his granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then <laughs> they found out it was a close knit community because it was all the same guy, <laughs> just the same man for the last twelve years. <laughs> He's been the only one playing. He just had so many characters. They thought there were more people out there. It's, it it's great when he's got Alzheimer's. <laughs> he really thinks he's eighty people. <laughs> great. What is this? Oh, it's a horrible. What thing is this? Split the new M Night movie? Oh, it's a horrible. I got twenty three personalities. Uh, you guys oh, want to hear a little uh, spoiler on the new movie Split from oh, M. Probably not. Please. <laughs> it ties into Unbreakable. <gasps> oh, I'm going to watch it then. Yeah. There Just you go. You know. The Kimmy Schmidt one? <laughs> <laughs> not the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. No. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Wait. Unbreakable Split? The Unbreakable Kimmy Split? No. There uh, you go. I'll tell you. in a fair. bunker. Because everybody said the ending was really good. I was like, well, now I kind of want to see the end, uh, the just to hear the ending. And I was like, eh, somebody's got to find it online. It is almost impossible to find the ending online. <laughs> I finally did. <laughs> Not the actual video, it's just the people describing it. Well, it's probably hard to find people who actually seen the movie. <laughs> it got good reviews. It hasn't even out yet, though. Oh. Uh, let's see. Per IO9, Alt, Alt Space VR is a small virtual reality company. That wants you to communicate with friends and family as a virtual avatar. Kind of like 3D version of Skype. 
They just start. Uh, this was actually a year ago they started doing it, uh, and they're it's gaining some buzz. Uh, they have now brought uh, Dungeons and Dragons to virtual reality. Yay! Uh, they start. It's uh, started as a rough idea that spawned out of a forty-eight hour game. Uh, now has the full backing of Wizards of the Coast, uh, Blake's favorite company. Uh, basically, Not the engineers really. got together and uh, they <laughs> yes. said it just had to happen, said Bruce Wooden, uh, Alt Space VR's head of developer relations. Uh, he said the idea caught on quickly with testers unwilling to take off their Oculus DK2 headsets for upwards of five hours. Ooh, so Dungeons and Dragons on the Oculus. Uh, let's see here. Basically, each player is represented by a virtual avatar, plays a virtual, and they play on a virtual game mat. One panel is a simple browser so players can quickly reference web resources while they're playing. And a bar above that allows players to access different dice needed to play. Uh, so the Dungeon Master, a.k.a. Blake, has a few, uh, few more superpowers like playing scene-setting music or movie, moving tiles for different battle scenarios. So Blake could actually put in different music for it. Cool. Uh, they say it's the first step, and Wizards of the Coast is given the 20V project access to information and monster art to make the app feel more official. So, would you guys play virtual reality Dungeons and Dragons? Not in a room with people. <laughs> Good call. Hi, Blake, where are you at? I can't see you. Ouch. You ran into me. I would if virtual reality players were incredibly affordable. <laughs> Uh, so, Matthew, are you, you're kind of a tech guy here. Are you excited about any type of virtual reality? I, it seems really cool. I'm just waiting for it to drive down to the consumer market instead of, like, a uh, gadget market. Yeah. Because Sony brought one out for their PlayStation, and they're pushing it, but I don't think anyone cares about it right now. Because I think it's, it's, it's expensive. I think it's 500 I think for the headset. Yeah. I just, I don't think we want another. It, it's, I mean, we've had virtual reality pushed. I mean, we're all of the age where it's, it started with like virtual boy. And Yay! like from there, you're just like, okay, how many more times can they bring up virtual reality? <laughs> I'm hoping it's just as good as uh, virtual reality and demolition man, the movie. You know, if the graphics are as good as the original Tank arcade game, it's going to sell like hotcakes. <laughs> I'm just tired of Samsung's fucking VR commercials. Oh, they oh. put a person in it. They can't see where they're going. I don't fucking care. <sighs> Sorry. Oh, look, he's feeling around. And that's what you do with the virtual reality headset. I, just, I have no desire for it. Uh, let's see here. You know, you know what? I think the best cartoon I saw of virtual reality headset with a stick figure cartoon, and um, it's a son. It's a it's a son standing in front of the game, mm -hmm. and he's got a virtual reality headset on, and his two hands are up in the ear with virtual reality gloves, and um, you know his penis is in some kind of tube thing that's connected to the computer. <laughs> and then Dad's walking in, and the door's open. He's like, "Are you winning, son?" <laughs> Was he Irish? You can't. Yeah, it was a British comic. It was a British comic. 
And, you know, it's be, you got this great virtual reality tech, you know, technology. What's it going to be used for? Virtual porn. <laughs> it will be, of course. Actually, they're probably they're on the cutting edge of this stuff already. I believe they make fucking like fake people, like those rubber doll things that interact. It's creepy. It is creepy. Hey, but you know what? Everything you have on the internet, you can thank the porn industry for because they developed the shit out of it. Blu-ray one because of porn. VHS one because of porn. Hello, Hobie listeners. We join next September twenty second through the twenty fourth, two thousand seventeen. Jason, that's a year away. Well, sure it is, but you know what? It's never too early to plan for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Last year we had Stan Lee, we had John Barrowman, and even Teddy Sears. Zip! He was fast. That's September 22nd through the 24th at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Check the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page out for all the news, or you can listen to Hobie and we'll be updating it as they release the new guest. Again, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through 24th. Make your plans now. It's time for Box Office Bombs. Uh, Box Office Bombs. There are a lot of them this week. Uh, Patriots Day made just $12 million in its opening weekend on a budget of $45 million. Is that a bomb then? Uh, they were expecting more. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the joke we made last week. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I brought it back. <laughs> uh, issues with the film include Mark Wahlberg playing a fictional character that interjects into every actual real decision made in the film. So he's an amalgam of everybody that did everything. Uh, in theory, I had no desire to see it after that happened. It's the lowest opening for a Wahlberg movie since The Gambler in 2014. I forgot he was in The Gambler. I didn't know what that movie was. It's about Kenny Rogers. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Surprisingly, Monster Trucks bombed, and it only made $10.5 million. Uh, It's opening weekend on a $125 million budget. Interesting fact, the film was on the shelf since January of 2014. That's always a good sign. Three years later, they brought it out. Of course. So Paramount Pictures can try to get some money back. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they want to cover at least some of their costs. Uh, 31% on Rotten Tomatoes, but somehow a cinema score of A... I don't know how it got an A. Was this Entertainment Weekly reviewing it? Possibly. Matthew, you you have a son. Does he want to go see Monster Trucks? What's Monster Trucks? It's about these aliens, monster things that go inside a a truck, like a regular... So, Transformers? Similar, but they're cute. They're they're kind of (laughs) hidden in the trucks, but then the trucks do super things. So, yeah, I like Transformers. It stars the new MacGyver guy. I guess that should be a Ooh. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to watch that. <laughs> I can't believe it cost $125 that sounds, million. That sounds like a skit. You would think. Yeah, it, it sounds like a fake commercial on Saturday Night Live. Well, Snakes on a Plane did start off on Saturday Night Live, the movie. <laughs> and continuing the bombs, Sleepless made $8.5 million in its opening weekend on a $30 million budget. Stars Jamie Foxx and has an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, that's the one his son gets kidnapped. Disgusting. Taken four. What'd you say, Matthew? Taken four. Yeah. Taken four. <laughs> no, that's a TV show coming out. Taken. Taken the TV show? Yeah, it's, it starts, uh, premieres in like a month. Yay. It's a young Brian Mills in it. 
Uh, let's see here. Blake, did you have any desire to see Patriots Day? No. Okay, moving on. Uh, the box office report for the week. <laughs> Number one, Hidden Figures made $20 million, a total of 55 on its $25 million budget. Uh, my wife saw that this weekend. Loved it. It's got well, nothing but great reviews. It's probably a good movie then. Mm-hmm. Unlike... Monster Trucks, <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence, <laughs> or Point Break. Oh, good call. Uh, number two this oh. week. <laughs> the original Point Break. The new one's good. Yeah. La La Land made another $14.5 million, total of $74 million on its $30 million budget, and soon to sweep the Academy Awards. Eh. Sing! Ah! Made another $14 million, a total of somehow... Two hundred and thirty-three million on a seventy-five million dollar budget. Now wait a minute, seventy-five million dollar budget. This yeah. is an animated movie that they can make for seventy-five million dollars. Yet the like Penguins of Madagascar cost like one hundred and fifty to make, and they already had all the, the technology, technology yeah. and stuff programmed. My bigger I, question is, who the fuck is seeing Sing? I did. Did you? Oh yeah. And. I liked it. You guys, you guys, you have kids. You like it. Uh, you don't think it should be banned? Oh, no. Singing should not be banned. Dancing should be banned. <laughs> Is this Footloose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. Well, now, great, Matthew. Now I got to think about take and seeing this. I'm not going to, but I got to think about it now. Man. Wait, so you'll see Independence Day 4, but you're not going to watch Sing. It's a classic, the original. No, it isn't. <laughs> It looked bad, and it was bad. <laughs> All right, fourth this week, Rogue One, colon, a Star Wars story, made another $13.8 million, a total of just under a half a billion dollars, uh, domestically, worldwide, mm-hmm. it's even more, on a budget of $200 million. Yeah, quick thing on this one, Star Wars. Yeah. My uh, son and I watched The Force Awakens again this weekend. Still awesome. Fuck you, Blake. Uh, let's just say... It's not awesome. Yes, it is. Uh, my issue is that BB-8 has the map to um, Mark Hamill, to Luke. and The missing section. Yes. And Kylo Ren is like, this is very important to me. Uh, send one fleet down to go get it. One, sh- one squad. That's it? You're sending one fucking squad? That's horrible management. Send the whole fucking troops. Like, send all of them if this is so important. But it's just a droid. He it doesn't matter. It annoyed me that... Don't leave it to chance. Oh, gee, this Wait, is your only problem with the movie, Jason? Didn't we lose our plans in a droid before? Like, can we not learn from our mistakes? Oh, uh, yeah, no. Matthew. Yeah, let's talk about that. Plans in a droid. Not talk Didn't about we that. learn about that from before? Oh, yeah, because they ripped the storyline from the original Star Wars. <laughs> Except this goes. time we're going bigger. We're going to make a death planet. Matthew, please tell me you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to ban Matt. <laughs> I think he's being facetious. <laughs> I didn't see no, it. No, I loved it. It was awesome. That's right. I like Force Awakens. Thank you. It was yeah, a good movie. Yeah, you liked it because it's the same storyline as before. No, it's a little different. That's right. It's a Death Star planet. There's Captain Phasma sitting at our table. That's so right. Suck it. I'll make the same mistakes as my grandpappy. <laughs> grandpappy Vader. 
I want to see Vader sit on an Alabama porch <laughs> just drinking some tea. Ah. Yeah. <gasps> Back in my day. <gasps> I blew up a planet. He's got one of those oxygen machines he has to keep pulling over. (laughs) Is he Saul from the new one? Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Matthew. You think they would have learned the lesson from the first time going after a droid with plans. I hate you all. On a desert planet. Exactly. They couldn't even mix that up, for Christ's sake. (laughs) It's a great film. It was fun. Loved yeah, it. Whatever. And then we watched Return of the Jedi. Uh, anyway, coming in fifth this week was the Bye Bye Man. It made $13.5 million in its opening week on a budget of $7.4 million. I'd put $7.4 million just because it was a fun little budget. Did you see this one, Matthew? No, but that's a that's a pretty good poll for a horror movie in the first week. Uh, again, I thought it was the NSYNC documentary. It was not. It was not. So you did see it, and I was quite disappointed. Can <laughs> wait for Justin Timberlake to come out. He did not. Bye, bye, bye. They did say it was a. It got good reviews. So they said it got a pretty high score. Entertainment Weekly hated it, but it gave it a B. Okay. So, what's upcoming, Jeff? Upcoming January twentieth of twenty seventeen. You got Triple X colon the return of Xander Cage. Sucker should go through my colon. It has. Ah, uh, fuck that movie. He uh, fucking skis through the jungle on treetops. Have you seen the first two Triple X movies? I saw the first one, and it was god-awful. Yeah, well, you expect this one to be any worse or any Why? better? Stop making this movie! You know, in Rogue One, <laughs> or no, Star Wars Force Awakens, they made a planet into a laser cannon. That's realistic. Can't fucking of see. Of course it is. <laughs> Can't ski through a fucking laser jungle. from a planet that sucks the energy from the sun. I've seen many things in science books like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. You know the dinosaurs were on the ark? Anyways, you know, right. isn't that kind of like the uh solar panels? If you get enough solar panels, they'll suck all the energy out of the sun and the sun will just disappear. I feel like this is like a Lex Luthor plot from a new Superman movie. No, that's what uh, the uh, lady in charge of education in North Carolina uh, said when she convinced the state to vote against solar panels. I feel like that's a pretty good thing. Yeah. Is she a cabinet pick? <laughs> she probably is. Uh, yeah, she's actually the uh, runner-up to the Department of Energy. <laughs> Not to go political, but I do think it's uh, who's the guy, that, uh, Rick Perry. He's a uh, uh, one that wants to get rid of the Department of Energy. Ah, run it. It's yeah, fine. What <laughs> even makes it funnier is the department he couldn't remember yes. that he wanted to get rid of <laughs> in the presidential debates. That one department. Saturday Night Live did have a funny com- uh, news on their news this week. They said, "You know, it's bad when even the liberals are like, please pick Mitt Romney, please." <laughs> Down the hall. It's so far. Right. It's all right. It's all right. All right. Also Aaron. opening this week, we got Split. Oh. Did you know it's unbreakable? <laughs> I'm sorry for ruining it. <laughs> I'm about to say, have I heard that movie somewhere before? I'm really sorry. You can say you can play about play. a guy that plays 80 characters in Ashron's Call. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, send your call, uh, complaints to Jason at a graphic novice. Uh, and also <laughs> the resurrection of Gavin Stone. It's a WWE entertainment film. Oh, who's in it? 
know. Jack. Uh, is, is it like going to be like another? Uh... Is he supposed to be a Jesus figure? <laughs> well, oh, let's see. Kane already had one. John Cena had a couple of movies. Maybe it's Who about a uh, rugged Ronnie Garvin with his hands of stone, or Gavin Stone. Maybe Ricky Waters. I don't know the Ricky Water story. Let's see what we got. Yeah, no here. one even gets that joke. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Brett Dalton is a washed, washed, uh, washed <laughs> former child star forced to do community service at a local mega church. He pretends to be a Christian so he can play. He can land the part of Jesus in their passion play. <laughs> Only to discover that the most important role of his life is far from Hollywood. This, this was a WWE movie. I don't think it was. <laughs> yeah, this sounds more like that one, Kevin Jason. Sorbo movie you uh, made us try to watch. Oh, it is. Shawn Michaels is in it. Ah. Oh, Brett Dalton. He's the bad guy of... Um, oh, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I thought you meant it was the character's name as the actor. Neil okay. Flynn is in it. Neil the janitor Flynn. from Scrubs. Oh, okay. And in the middle, D.B. Sweeney's in it. D.B. Sweeney? Matthew, can you get D.B. Sweeney on your show? I will try. You've got Jonathan Lipnicki. I want you to get D.B. Sweeney. I will punch D.B. Sweeney in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> there, I that like should him. get him on. I liked him in Eight Men Out. I, I'm intrigued by this now. It's got Shawn Michaels. He's <laughs> never done anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good laugh. Good times. All right, uh, buy or sell. This is where we buy and sell the stock. Not the actual people. The stock. Well, if you had stock in Carrie Ann Moss, would you buy or sell about now? Go ahead, Matthew. I'd sell her. That's an old stock. She's fully matured. <laughs> well, we've never made that joke before. Yeah. Holly, with financial advice like that, I'm following suit. I'm selling. Jeff? I'd probably sell him, too, even though she's going to be, you know, she's in the uh, Jessica Jones and, and Marvel uh uh, yeah, Netflix shows. Defenders. But uh, it's probably time to sell. Hopefully you recoup some of your investment if you invested at the height of the Matrix. <laughs> no one ever recouped from the Matrix. No. <laughs> uh, we got next. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Sell. Matthew? I'm already as low as I can go on it. You don't sell when you're low. I'm going to hold on for a little bit. You're Hopefully hoping for there's a ray too. You're, yeah. you're hoping for him to be Electro in the next Spider-Man, huh? Or Ray 2. <laughs> <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the uh, Horrible Bosses 3. Oh, yeah, he was in those. Oh, jeez. I, I, I think I would probably buy some Jamie Foxx stock right now. Problem is, it's got a... I just don't want him to do any more music. <laughs> I like Jamie Foxx, just has music. Well, no, uh, everything he does is auto-tuned. I mean, like, mm-hmm. they make a big deal that, oh, Jamie Foxx is doing all these great songs, and he's, like, the worst at using auto-tune. Kanye West worst would, like, Kanye? To dis- yeah, would uh, like to dispute that. <laughs> Kanye will probably do more auto-tune in his next just to try to take the crown from Jamie Foxx. Did Fox. you see that it's a bad sign when he says, oh, yeah, the, uh, uh, Trump... They want me to perform at the inauguration. I'll do it. And the, his Trump's people said, uh, no, he didn't. He's a friend, but we don't want him to perform. <laughs> well, you mean the one person who said they would perform yes. is the one that they say no to? No, no. The B Street Band, uh, the the cover band for Bruce Springsteen said, no, they weren't doing it anymore. No. Yeah. The B Street oh, yeah. Band. The cover band for the E Street Band? Yeah. And they had- what do you think it'd be the F Street Band because they're after the E Street Band? 
Well, well, the, don't they know anything about alphabetical orders? The be- they're, they're making a reference to being the B side oh, of the album. Oh, the B side of the E's. The yes. B sharps. They're the B side of the EP. Well, the worst part is that the keyboardist is also their public relations guy. I listened to this on CNN today. Uh, <laughs> and that starts to that explain everything. Fake network? <laughs> fake news? The Clinton she, News Network? The, late, the journalist asked two questions and couldn't do any follow-ups because the guy just talked literally for 10 minutes straight about why how they do a lot for charity. And, you know, charities donating to, like, good causes. Well, you just described charity. Thank you. <laughs> you defined charity for us. I wasn't going to ask you to do that. But, yes, uh, so they're not doing it. All right. Buy or sell Marky Mark. Matthew? I'm going to buy. I'm waiting for the other guys, too. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm going to buy as well because we're the Backstreet Boys getting together again. And if Donnie Wahlberg is getting the Backstreet Boys together again, that'd be the new kids on the block for a cougar or new kids <laughs> on the block for a cougar reunion tour. I think Marky Mark's going to come back with the Funky Bunch, <laughs> and they're going to show line showcase together. Now, yeah, he can continue doing music, unlike Jamie Foxx. So, yeah. good vibrations. Come on, feel it, feel it. Good vibrations. Feel the vibration. Feel it. Yeah. Good vibrations. Matthew, that was your call. Nope. Okay. <laughs> that was your point, Matthew. You were supposed to sing. I, anyway, I think he hung up on you. After <laughs> <singing>. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll buy Mark Wahlberg. Uh, he has good abs. He does. And he found a Transformer. <laughs> I think Mark Wahlberg might be past his prime. Okay. I think I might be selling him right now. I'm excited about the Gambler, too. So there you I'm really go. hoping for that. Okay, uh, what do we got next, Jeff? Uh, top five list. Woo, top five! And this is inspired by you, Matthew. You picked the top five list. Yes. You know, this was the hardest top five list to make in the 100 and... However many 59. 59 episodes we've done. You know what? I've basically have now uh, just outsourced our top five to whoever the guest is. Well, that's fine. Uh, next week, they're doing the same thing. We're doing the same thing. And I feel like that's a good way because I'm doing five favorite films 1991 again. <laughs> no. We're doing top five fantasy films from the 1980s. Oh, wait. Hold on. If we're from the far- 1980s? Yes. If we're farming this shit out, you know we're going to be due to terrorists from Supreme Overlord Trump. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. All right. Let's check it. You know, I think, honestly, that Matthew's setting us up so that five favorite films, specifically from 1991, mm-hmm. just so he can say Point Break is his number one. I'll wait till you get to my number five. Anyways, I'm going to steal it. Anyways, uh, let's see here. <laughs> We're doing top five favorite films from 1991. Not 1995 that I accidentally sent out on Twitter today. <laughs> oh, <did you> really? <laughs> With, to which Matthew replied that he needed a new list. <laughs> 1991, people. So, yeah. Matthew, you go first. What's your number five? My number five is book. Whoa, hold on a sec. You there? Yeah. Okay, there okay, we go. That's there we better. Go. Now we can hear you. Right, we lost over you a second again. there, so go ahead. My number five is Hook. 
Oh, I like Hook. I like it. I, was, I, I feel about Hook the same way Big Dev feels about Gotham. Matthew, I almost put Hook on my top five, but I've known from experience I did not want to take shit from Jeff and Blake. So I accidentally, I kept it off as an honorable mention. You know, if there was a vehicle that could put Dustin Hoffman and Robin Williams together, it's not this. <laughs> they deserve better. They I deserve loved Hook. Better. I really like Hook. I didn't like it. I'm with you, Matthew. We're a free speech podcast. We'll let Matthew give his reasons. <laughs> That's all right, for Matthew. All right, thanks, Matthew. Uh, number five. <laughs> no, never, no, no, I'm kidding. Go ahead, Matthew. No, I, I think it's a. It was really awesome because. All right, thank you very much. He said it was awesome. <laughs> all right, Jeff. What? No, okay, no, Matthew. Go ahead, please. Finish. No, your it thought. was. It was kind of inventive in the way, and they let Robin Williams play around with the character a lot, and how he wasn't. You know, totally remembering it, and then are, are, they you, are shot, you not confusing this with Good Morning Vietnam? <laughs> they shot colored mashed potatoes at each other, and all of a sudden he remembered everything. <laughs> well, mashed potatoes do solve everything. Mm, mashed potatoes, Matthew. I agree with you. I actually like Hook a lot. I think it might be a little too long. They could have cut a little bit, but I did enjoy it. You know, I found the shooting of mashed potatoes kind of uh, weird, sexually alluding. I'm not really comfortable with that scene. Down the hall. Vixen (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Okay. Uh, My number five is uh, just because it did a lot for the genre at the time. And I did enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Terminator 2. Judgment Day. Uh, You know, 1991 (laughs) was full of twos. Did you notice that when perusing the list? I did. Full of sequels that just sucked. You had shitty Beastmaster 2. You had shitty Highlander too. I mean, that, oh. I mean, you just keep on going on. Maybe these are on top five. Maybe you should wait till the end. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to ruin Matthew's number one pick. Beastmaster um, two. <laughs> well, the quickening doubt. That's Mark Singer. <laughs> Whatever. Mark Singer. What's your number five, Blake? I don't know. I've been ripping on everybody else's. Now you get to rip on mine. <laughs> yeah, come on, asshole. <laughs> uh, I hope he's my number five. It's a tie. Of course you so. did. It movie, movies that uh, contain two of my favorite comedians, mm-hmm. L.A. Story and What About Bob? I didn't know What About Bob was 91. Son of a bitch. You didn't Google a list of movies? I did. I missed What About Bob, I oh, guess. You didn't go all the way down to the W's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I produced like 450 movies for this. <laughs> did about 200 i guess i missed some <laughs> wikipedia fucked me over <laughs> never realized what wiki about is not, wiki is not an encyclopedia wiki is not a citable source it's 99 percent accurate 80 percent of stats are made up on the spot <laughs> it's 99 percent accurate 80 percent of the time yes. What about Bob is a classic film? Good job, Jeff. It is. What's your you. other one? L.A. Story? L.A. Ah, Story. It's yeah. about one of my least favorite. I, I love the scene where Steve Martin's driving down the highway and they're doing road rage and shots and he's just talking. He's got to open up his glove compartment and he's like waving his gun around, just randomly shooting and then putting it back in. Okay. Jeff, what's your number five? All right. Thank you. Uh, my number five is Coming to America. That was 91? I didn't know that was 91 either. <laughs> I didn't think that was 91. Well, it wasn't, but there wasn't the five good movies that I saw from 91. So I didn't Hobie anything because I was only able to find four movies to put on my list. Hey, wait a minute. I'm the one that's supposed to be doing whatever the hell I want in these lists. Oh, I'm sorry. Who gave you creative license? 
It's a number four, Jeff. Marvels. Yeah, and we Avengers. do we do snake drafts in the uh, top fives, but not in drafts. Uh, my uh, number five is no number four. My number four is Star From... Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. From what year? From 1991. <laughs> You're really reaching. That's the bullshit. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Star Trek Six. S T Six. It was 1991. I I, I want I want verification of these movies. <laughs> Matthew, you started a fight. <laughs> How, what, what did you say Star Trek Six was? Star Trek Six did come out in '91. Uh, thanks, Matthew. <laughs> uh, Blake, what's your number four? My number four. Everybody loves a good kooky loony conspiracy theory. 1991. JFK. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like. I think Seinfeld it did it better. It wasn't even the best Oliver Stone movie from 1991. What's the other one? Uh, the other one that didn't make my list <laughs> <laughs> from 1995. <laughs> no, for, oh, what the hell was the other Oliver Stone movie? Oh, I like JFK. It was goofy. It's serious. It's good. Good conspiracy theory, lunatic stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like. And R- who doesn't like a good conspiracy theory? I like the sequel, RFK. Me, okay. <laughs> I don't like a good conspiracy theory. Uh, I do. I love good conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh, my number four. And Matthew, if you get any of these knocked off your list, just let us know. Um, especially Beastmaster. Uh, number four is the Rocketeer. Love, I knew that was on your. I list. love the Rocketeer. Love it. Not on my list. No, no one asked you. Uh, Matthew, what's your number four? Uh, my number four. I don't know which way to go with this. I'm definitely thinking of Hobie number four. Do it. Do it. I'm going to Hobie number four with Cool as Ice. Uh And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? Secret of the Ooze? And Hudson Hawk. Oh. Hudson Hawk. (laughs) Hudson Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was going to Is that the the only Bruce Willis movie out that year? Uh, no, I think the other Bruce Willis movie was uh, Mortal Thoughts or whatever with Demi Moore. I think I saw that was on the list, too. Uh, Matthew, I don't think I'm ever going to watch Sing now. You've lowered my <laughs> opinion of your movies. Oh, by the way, The Doors. The Doors is the other movie from Oliver Stone that year. Uh, so that was your number four. Matthew, what's your number three? My number three, um, it's one I watched a real long time ago. I, I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a, a a lady movie, it's Fried Green Tomatoes. Yeah. Ah. The last time you saw that was 16 years ago. <laughs> In 1991. Yeah, it was when uh, I was no, playing no, Asheron's Call. 26 years ago? Or whatever. <laughs> did, did, does it look like I do math in the show? Hobie, we can't count. Uh, is that the one with my colors are blanche and blanche or whatever it is? No. Oh. And no. <laughs> Uh, so about grumpy old ladies and and southern fried yeah, called yeah. tomatoes, and they 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 cook somebody and then they eat them. Really? Okay, that's what I thought. It's a oh, Halloween oh, yeah. movie. Did did I miss fried green tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, that I was got... the story. And then they 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 this girl she cuts a girl off and she goes, "Watch where you're going, old lady." Or some bullshit. I love that movie. <laughs> I'm intrigued by this cannibal aspect of it. <laughs> I kind of want to see it now. <laughs> no, that was a, that was part of the story. I'm going with it. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. 
Uh, I'm going, uh, whose turn is it? Blake? Uh, my turn. Uh, my number three uh, is because I watched, I've watched this many, many times, and I know you guys are going to fucking give me hell. City Slickers. Love City Slickers. Yeah. The original. Yeah. It's about finding yourself when you're middle age, having I'm fun. A little surprised you only had two on your, or you only had one so far. The three you gave of the movies I said Jason will definitely have. Oh, I'm not up there yet. Matthew, back me up on City Slickers. Great film. City Slickers is all right, but I don't think my word has anything to do for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. You just insulted his word, and then uh... <laughs> you're back on the list. Uh, yeah. Blake, what's your number three? My number three mm-hmm. is yes. I was going to surprise Jeff with saying, "Ha ha!" The other Oliver Stone movie was oh. The Doors, <laughs> but oh. no, you had to go ahead and interject it and ruin it for me. See, I had it written down. Look, you do have The Doors written down. I'm sorry for ruining it for That's you. That's right, Oliver Stone's. I think uh, Val Kilmer's performance in that movie was spot on. Jim Morrison. Is that with Gwyneth Paltrow? No, that was Sliding no, Doors. Man, no. Okay. Yeah, doors. <laughs> Don't get those confused. No, I, I'll put it this way: I saw the doors in theaters, and I loved it. And then it came out on video, and I watched it, and I thought, "What is this piece of crap I'm watching?" I thought I liked this movie. So, I have yeah, you seen the doors like since 1991? Yes. Okay, I'm just asking, and I like it. You know, Oliver Stone does his goofy Oliver Stone stuff. Yeah, I think it was you know, as Stony as a uh, crazy wigged out director that he's become you know he still makes some good stuff okay and this was the downfall afterwards but you know hey it's good you go with that yeah jeff (laughs) Jeff, what's your number three uh my number three is dead again oh yeah kenneth branagh emma thompson movie yeah which one was that the 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 one where there's oh they had kenneth branagh in it kenneth branagh yeah oh and emma thompson yeah kenneth branagh directed it Okay, I got it. it, it no, it, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it's the one where there was like, uh, like uh, the guy's investigating a crime that's happening now and one that happened in the past, and then they think that the, there's reincarnation going on. It's it's better oh, than I'm explaining. I but... remember this movie for serious. Yeah, I yeah. I liked it. Yeah, good job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's number three. And it's Blake I'm approved not, at number three. <laughs> and I'm not all that excited about it. But there you go. That shows you how I feel about 1991 so far. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Young Emma Thompson? There, well, there you, you go, go. buddy. Yeah. What's your number two? Uh, my number two was the Academy Award winner of the year, Silence of the Lambs. That yeah. was my number two as well. Ah. All right, so we're number two. We're two. We're number twos. Matthew, we're was that on your two. list? We're number two. <laughs> I've, I I feel like I'm blaspheming right now. I've never seen The Silence of the Lambs. I would recommend seeing it. I don't think uh, you know what. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. So I'll, I'll agree with you, Matthew. It puts the lotion in the basket. And now I just don't care because I saw Hannibal, the or whichever one with Ray Liotta. No, you don't want to see that. That no, movie is stupid. Yes. Oh, it ruined it for me. Ruined it for me. It did. No, no. Seriously, Silence of the Lambs, good movie. You should check it out. Uh, let's see. My number two, probably, especially you know Jodie Foster, mm. in her ambiguous sexuality. <laughs> My number two is uh, <laughs> Jeff's favorite movie of the year, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I knew that was going to be on your list. I love. You know, this was the year that had two Robin Hood movies. Uh, Men in Tights. 
No, I had Robin Hood and I had Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, remember? No. They had the competing Robin Hoods in the same damn year because you got those idiot, you know, jag-off executives say, oh, so-and-so's coming out of the Robin Hood movie. we got to come out with our Robin Hood movie, too. Uh, was the other one like a TV miniseries? Because I don't remember. John Irvin directed it. It's a... Prince of Thieves? Or? Patrick Bergen. Bergen. Yeah, I think that was a TV miniseries. I from Sir Miles. Or, uh, it or does made not look for good. TV movie, maybe? It's a movie. Well, made for TV. Jeff, didn't get a theatrical it's release. It's a movie. Without a theatrical release, it's not a movie. Movie. Television. Television. Movie. Okay. Made uh, for television. Movie. And you know what? Ro- uh, Kevin Costner does his best British impression. Oh, um, well, yeah, I finally get why you think it's a good movie, because you think that's a good British impersonation. Well, I mean, we just want to watch your blood. <laughs> Mara. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Matthew. Did you turn that character into a golf pro? <laughs> that was Tink Up, no. Tink Up. Matthew, what's your number two? Instead of shooting arrows, you number... shooting golf balls. <laughs> My but... number two had to be the highest grossing movie of the year. Mm-hmm. The movie that rejuvenated the animation genre, Beauty and the Beast. That's my number one. I knew that was going to be Jeff. But I thought one. Terminator 2 outgrossed it. Ooh, we have controversy. Uh, just, uh, it says here Beauty and the Beast did 218 and Terminator 2 did 204. Oh, the list I looked at lied to me. Matthew, you just burned him. Nice job. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Burn. You fake news, though. It's fake news. It's, oh, okay. Well, uh, you got it from CNN. Well, one was probably domestic, the other worldwide. That's probably what it was. <laughs> Maybe you're just wrong, Jeff. I swear the thing I saw said uh, We need to ban fake news Matthew what was Beauty and the Beast was my number one Matthew what's your number one My number one um, Let me look down here real quick (laughs) I know it's coming Say it Um, I'm gonna have to say The Addams Family (laughs) No point break Bullshit no, there's there's a there's a point to this. Uh-huh. Point Break is my is my honorable mention. I love Point <laughs> Break, but it's not my favorite movie from 1991. There were six he liked. Lies. Including Cola's Lies. Eyes. No, I, I like I like watching Point Break. It's a movie I can watch over and over, but it's just a fun movie. It's not the best movie. Doesn't have I think, substance. From 91. Okay, I, I get it. The sequel does. <laughs> the, the remake. That's not a remake. sequel. That's a reboot. remake. Has the substance. The first one was missing. You know what? Adam's family was. Uh, it was close. Uh, I did enjoy Adam's family back in the day. I have not seen it in years, so I don't know if it would age well. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. Just leave it where it is. I did like the second one when she went to the happy camp Wednesday did, and they made her watch Disney movies. That was kind of funny. <laughs> and then she burnt the whole yes. stage down. <laughs> she burned it down. Aha, here we go. Jeff, did you really have to try to be right? Well, he's our guest. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Worldwide grosses, T2, then Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, then Beauty and the Beast. For worldwide. Worldwide, yes. Okay. Just Domestic. It was hey, Beauty and the Beast. We've seen what happens when you let uh, worldwide people pick Golden Globe winners. Okay? Then Hook, then Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> then JFK, then The Adams Family. Those huh. are all on lists. Yes, they are on a list. Uh, my number one is Father of the Bride. God, seriously? I will watch that movie every time it's on TV. It's a I love awful movie. You know what, Jeff? You didn't even have five. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> there weren't five good ones that I saw. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would have made a better list of five movies that I should watch that I heard were good from 91 that are probably better than most of the ones that I did see from 91. I hate you. I would, I would probably enjoy that movie better if uh, his daughter didn't look like an ex-girlfriend I had in college. Mm-hmm. I would enjoy the movie better if it was well written, well acted, <laughs> well directed, and not a terrible. Oh, well, you know, it is, after all, a, a remake. remake. Oh, jinx, buy me a coat. <laughs> That's the worst awkward fist bump I've ever seen. Which that was I've mean. seen worse. I've been part of worse. I like the original. I've seen the original because I yeah. saw the first, the uh, Steve Martin one. I loved it, so I did see the first one. Uh-huh. I still say the, the Steve Martin one is good. I feel like this is going to be your life in about, t- about five, ten years when your daughters get married. You're going to do it at your house, right? Hell no. Yeah, just have it. $100 uh-huh. a plate. No. <laughs> Uh, well, fuck you all. I have nothing to do with it at all. I'm just going to show up. Okay. Father of the Bride. Great film. Go sure. see it. Uh, uh, second one's just as good. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Blake, what's your number one? Yeah. Yeah, the second one. Isn't that when they're, his wife and... It's pregnant. Doug, it was a reach. It was not time. good. That was horrible. Yeah, it was not good. Anyways. No, my number one, I actually enjoyed it an awful lot. I think uh, it probably, you know, it put Cuba Gooding Jr. on the map. It's Boys in the Hood. Oh! Uh, okay, okay. I'll suck your dick. Is that the one? No, that was Menace to Society. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant Boat Trip. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I like Boys in the Hood. It was a great a good plot, movie. good story. No, heart, heart jerk, tear jerker. Ice and Cube. Yeah, and it started that uh, inner city uh, crime. Uh, uh, movies that it gave a new light to it and it was actually the first right. of many because then you had Menace to Society you had um, shoot was the one with Wesley Snipes I can't think of it um, there was a couple different ones New that Jack out. City New Jack City thank yeah. you so good, good, good that call. came out this year what's yeah. that New Jack City came out in 91 it was oh. on the list yeah. I missed that with what about Bob <laughs> uh, and Star Trek 6 uh, Jeff, what was your number one? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. That was no surprise. I saw that one coming. As yeah, soon as I saw the cartoon. Yeah, that's right. He announced it when Matt stole it. Yes. Yes. It yes. went on the board. It was on the board. Good job, Matthew. You're on the official board. You know, a movie that could be relevant to today came out in 1991. Another John Cusack film mm-hmm. with James Spader as True Colors. True Colors. Yeah, about his buddy that goes to D.C., sells his soul. You know how it works. I never saw it. Yeah. Oh, well, why was I thinking True Colors was that Sean Penn movie then? I don't know. Why because that's the gangster same movie. Same title? Probably the same title. Oh, maybe that's why I, when I saw True Colors, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was Cindy Lauper. Ah. No. Shining through. Or you like the Phil Collins version better. Uh, I do love Phil Collins. Uh, Matthew, where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter at PastorsByPod. Facebook, Instagram, all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, PastorsByPodcast.com. I also have another show that I don't even know what it is. It just happens. It's mm-hmm. called Mad Wanderer. You can find it at Mad Wanderer Pod on Twitter and all the other places. Well, I couldn't find Mad Wanderer on Twitter because Hobie banned you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he did. He sent me a private message like, I think you banned me. I was like, I didn't know I banned you. Why did I ban you? So I do apologize for that, Matthew. That was so sad. <laughs> like, I don't think I banned many people. 
or uh, or go to the Battle Creek, Michigan uh, Inquirer webpage <laughs> and look in the comments section, and you'll find Matthew. I'll be banning things. Uh, Matthew, if you would like, uh, you should come down for the Comic Expo. Many, many people are coming down. Just saying. Let me guess. It's September 21st through the 23rd. 22nd through the 24th. Anyways. <laughs> You know, uh, not too bad, considering I've heard it every week. We <laughs> <laughs> are wrong! <laughs> Obviously, my voice was not pleasant enough to get into everybody's mind. Uh, no, Matthew, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. Well, thank I'm, you, guys. Uh, I'm sorry if, uh, you know, uh, you don't want to ever come back now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back I next week. Show? <laughs> and uh, thank you. Uh, I do uh, your Passerby's podcast uh, website. Uh, that's actually where I listen to all of them from. And it's nice because you have all of them lined up and nice website. So, so nice and well organized, professional sound, mm-hmm. and a big fucking microphone. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's the size of the microphone that counts. Yes. Uh, it's just a normal microphone, guys. <laughs> or is your face really small? <laughs> I have a tiny face. <laughs> but I have a baby's hand. face. Just the angle of the perspective, that's all. Oh, that's what it is, perspective. Do you have a bad idea this week, Matthew? Uh, bad idea number 634. Okay. Uh, not researching the top five before you be a guest. <laughs> Are you Jeff? <laughs> I researched my top five. Draft day is another question. Not into that either. <laughs> Uh, but yes, thank you, Matthew. And uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. The history of bad. It's bad. The history of bad ideas. Podcasts. Corrections. Corrections. Don't we have his theme music to play? Yeah. Uh, we'll put that in in post. <laughs> we'll get it. All right. Mark it down. Time. Mark it down. The time. Oh, if yeah, it was yeah. ticking, you could write it, it down. Right there. See, right there. Time. Right there. It's a green light. <laughs> Above the green light. Okay. <laughs> Anyways.